Also dancing with me every single time. I'm like, it's hard to say no to that song. Hi, hi guys, girls, welcome. Happy driving, walking, sitting, wherever this uh, podcast is catching you. Uh, we are happy to be here, and we're going to keep today short and sweet and to the point. Um, we want to talk about getting into flow. I was just actually uh, talking to one of our clients who finished. We have a program called Emotional Intelligence Mastery. And she was sharing me this uh, beautiful thing about synchronicities and how as she was doing this work, it's as if life started to guide her and she began to flow like water through, uh, through life. And it made me realize that a lot of the, it, it, I was kind of like, this thought came to mind, like mind, if we live in mind, we can never tap into flow. And um, she was also sharing about this uh, friend of hers and like she had a conversation with her. And this woman, I guess also a coach had a very similar, uh, kind of style that we used to have that very like, what do you want to do? And when are you going to do it? And you know, like that very kind of like, yeah, were masculine uh, mentality, which is awesome. There's a time and a place for all of that. Um, and I was just saying like, wow, we were in a such different place. The thing that I want to talk about today is like, if you're going about life in that way, you've basically disconnected yourself from flow. And in flow, and I think you, you know, we've had this experience more and more lately, it's like in flow is where the magic happens. In flow is where you're awed with life because everything seems to be new and unexpected. You know, like we had that transmission healing thing that happened yesterday we were just talking about how like i don't know i'm sitting there in my chair here in my office go into like fall into some void have a kaleidoscope of colors all this stuff is moving through my body and a part of me like some part that's still kind of like in that awake state is like this is so fucking cool like i couldn't believe that this was happening and I just know that these people who, you know, we've met our mentors and healers and um, the clients that we're doing and the programs that we're running and like none of that stuff would have happened if you and I sat even three years ago, right? Like, right, your one year plan, your five year. If we sat, there's no fucking way we would have even had enough anything to like come up with writing that stuff because it, yeah. your mind can only go after the things that it has building blocks to build from 
So there's no room for magic. There's no room for unexpected. Like this girl it's just un- ended up in some town that she'd yeah. never even heard of. And like all of a sudden she's there and it's so profoundly beautiful. And there's all this energy and vortexes and things like that. And she's like, and I'm like, yes, this, this, that experience of life is just so juicy. Can I cut in here for a second? Yeah. What you're making me think of is like um, the the mind is like an anti-spontaneity machine, you know, because it, 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 likes, it. it likes to think, in, well, it, it likes to plan. So it, it wants things in a certain way. And if spontaneity happens when we're invested through linear thinking in mind, we actually get quite upset about it. We're like, this isn't part of the plan. Right. Where it's like when you're not operating from this, this, this level of mind, it's like spontaneity is the most exciting thing in the world. <laughs> it's just like this continuous magical carpet ride experience that Absolutely. keeps happening. And it's funny because it's like everything else, right? The, the, there's a like dual energetics playing there where it could just feel so dark and mischievous and why is this happening to me to like, oh my God, this is amazing that it's happening to me. And it's it's basically well, the same phenomenon just seen from a different level of mind, right? Well, so this is this is like a really cool topic that you just bring up and I'm, I'm curious what your take on this would be. It's, so if, if the mind has no access to spontaneity and like it hates it, right? Then how do you shift from, because I think the, the stuff that we talk about and the work that we've done, it's like there are barriers, if you will, or patterns that we fall into mm-hmm. when our system is scared or nervous or whatever it might be, right? And spontaneity to the mind, because it is unknown, brings up all of those patterns. So it almost like it's the barrier from living in that place. So I think this is a cool conversation to have, like, how do we shift from or or what's that level that one gets to go to where spontaneity becomes exciting and fun and like yeah. childlike wonder versus like i don't know what the fuck is gonna happen yeah uh, so what's coming through for me about that is again it's like where where are you viewing life from if your life is lived in the mind which is where most people are localized awareness back here then again it's like this is going to pull from the books, from what you've heard, from your lineage, from society. Here's how it's supposed to look when you feel good, success, blah, blah, blah. By the way, most people are not successful or feeling good, so don't follow their templates, um, right? But most of us are, are trying to do that. Uh, so it's like the mind, again, it's like things don't seem to arise spontaneously in the mind. Like people have thoughts that seem to come out of nowhere. But generally speaking, we're mulling over like this 90%, 95% of the same thoughts we've had before. So it's not really spontaneous in nature. However, I will say your average person does probably feel like their emotions or their felt sense of their body is spontaneous all the time. You wake up in the morning, you feel good. You wake up in the morning, you feel bad. There's like a spontaneity to the way the energy is moving in the body and how we're experiencing emotion and felt sense. How So... If you're committed or you've been trained to, which is probably more accurate, you've been trained to live in the mind, then spontaneity is like, but if you're training yourself to bring your awareness down to your body, unlocalize from the mind, so to speak, right? And just kind of like live more in this awareness, then it's like you're actually in the flow with the spontaneity of the body. And I think where where people get frustrated maybe in the beginning of that is is really that movement because it's like, 
I'm not ready. I'm not ready to quite trust all the way this flow mm -hmm. because it doesn't seem like there's enough evidence that it's gonna support me, take care of me, um, bring things that I want, bring circumstances that I want. They're so used to like I gotta do it myself. I gotta go through this process to get there. You know, it's gotta look like this to make money. It's gotta look like this to be healthy. It's gotta look like this to be happy. Where it's like honestly what you're looking for in life is a function of the vibration in your body and then how this holographic experience is relating to that vibration so if you can get in flow into the trust level with this spontaneity suddenly the spontaneity is like this is awesome things are changing all the time and i'm really really enjoying myself and i'm watching reality reconfigure and reorganize itself uh, around this feeling in the body so i really just think that transition is kind of like it's learning how to trust that system mm -hmm so much instead of like i gotta create my own safety it's like no there is just safety mm. and i can flow inside of that energy yeah two things come through one is this uh if someone look okay let me back up the mind judges certain sensations that we have the reality of it is though that the sensation of excitement and the sensation of being scared are very similar from a sensation standpoint, right? Like your heart quickens, you might get a little bit sweaty, you might get like a little bit shake or that like feeling in your stomach that's, a, right? But you feel the same way if you're super excited or you're really, really nervous. So what's, what's the one calling the shots is the mind is the one that's gonna look down, assess the situation and go, Oh, that sensation, that's fear. That sensation, that's excitement. Right. So it's really interesting. And then, that, and, then, and then, by the way, run program based on that sensation versus just seeing where that sensation takes you. Exactly. And so it like almost like diverts the energy instead of like into the flow, into the same container it knows over and over again. Yeah. That's it. And then so we follow yeah. the same groove. So it's like, you know, we, we have some really high-end programs and uh, – I hear this all the time and I, I know this to be true because Guy and I have gone through the same thing where we've paid coaches multiple six figures. And I got to tell you, like when you put your name on the dotted line and click the let's do this button, you know, whether virtual or, or in person, it's like jumping off of a cliff and hoping that a parachute's there to catch you. Like it is scary every single time. But if you're, it's those feelings that stop us from taking action. It's those feelings that go, the mind goes, no, no, no. We don't wanna walk there. We don't know if it's gonna work. We don't know if it'll work for us. That's a big investment. That's scary. That, and, and then we just go, okay, 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 okay. And we back up, right? And the mind's like, okay, good. They're back to where I know. They're back to what's comfortable. Right. And it's, understanding and allowing the feeling to be there. So a lot of the work that we do, we're not trying to manage feelings. We're not, Guy says this all the time, life is not about feeling good. Life is about getting good at feeling. And unfortunately, the way that human beings are raised today, maybe thousands of years ago, this was different, but how we're raised today, we're constantly told and constantly programmed how not to feel certain things. Our entire society 
is is programmed right now that sad is bad. I mean, you look every you're sad, here's a pill. Oh, you have anxiety, here's a pill. Oh, you're grieving, here's a pill. And it's like it's just it's discomfort is bad more than sad, right? Like yeah. it's just this whole world of we can't be with any sort of discomfort. Let's that's yeah, that's an even better way to say yeah, from all discomfort, let's just ionize the entire planet. Yeah, like like frustration I would put in there or anxiety or whatever it is. Yeah. But if you watch you know, like I have two young kids, Guy, guy's son is a little bit younger. They have an incredible built-in ability to process emotion, just like ride the wave of emotion and come back down. Sure. And they do it so quickly that for an adult to watch it, like this doesn't even make any sense. Well, well, I just wanna also use that analogy because like an adult mind who's not comfortable with, the dis- with uncomfortable with discomfort, you know, cognitively has been trained that way. When you see a child emoting, there's a part of you that's actually in stress watching the child emote naturally and the way it's supposed to be. And then a lot of parents will try to stop what's happening, divert the attention, give them something, right? And and lo and behold, we wonder why we have addictions later on because that's yeah. the programming. It's like, oh, you're sad here, take this. Oh, you're sad, no, 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 candy, be quiet. Oh, you're sad over here, let me turn on the TV, give you this, right? Like we're, cause again, it's like, it's our discomfort that we're really dealing with, not their discomfort. Cause if you just give a child presence and sit with them, they go through their motions, like things happen. And I can't tell you I'm perfect, but certainly I watch it. And there's times where I can be with whatever's going on. And there's times where I'm like, this shit's been going on for quite some time. <laughs> you know, here, here's, here's this thing, right? But like that, that's where we're learning this stuff. And so it's not about the child and operating, and this is your inner child and how your inner adult manages your inner child just the same way. So it's a, such a beautiful analogy where it's like, if we can learn to be with our own discomfort, we can learn to also raise much more um, emotionally intelligent children. Yes. So that is exactly, you know, like guy, you said such a beautiful thing. It's like using that interaction. Let's just use kids in this sake as the mirror. So it's not like the kid is doing anything to me right? The kid is having his normal response, his or her normal response. That response is making something in here go in. Yeah. It doesn't like that thing. That thing, for whatever reason, because the way we were brought up doesn't, doesn't make sense, doesn't feel good, whatever. And this is where human mind goes it goes i need to fix this we need to make this okay in here and so we go out and we make the kids stop so that we can feel good in here that's how and and you can replace kid with boss wife husband circumstance contractor it doesn't doesn't matter right if instead we played a game where there's the out there that did something in here that went uncomfortable and now you had tools instead of having to go and change people and circumstances and all this stuff which let's be honest is fucking exhausting it is right like good luck changing your husband good luck changing what like it's exhausting mm-hmm. and then it just leads to disappointment so if instead we we were like okay that doesn't work. We're not going to do that anymore. What can we do? And that's the world that we play in. Because if you were able to go back to the way you processed sensations, 
as intuitively as you did when you were a kid. And that thing was happening out there. You noticed the thing happening in here and you had tools and abilities to simply watch and allow this wave of energy to, to literally just like roll through you and be gone. That afterwards you're sitting there like, wow, how did that happen? I didn't do anything. And then all of a sudden that same thing that's happening out there has no effect on what's happening inside. That's where we've been playing. And I have to tell you, it's the simplest thing we've ever done. It's the most awing thing we've ever done. And it's the easiest thing to teach people how to do because everything we've done before with the mindset stuff, it's like, okay, you have to know this process and how do you reframe this? And if this is happening out there, maybe you have this conversation and you write this thing down and you go through this. We did all of it. And now it's like, I, I, I mean, I don't know. When was the last time you did any of that stuff? It's just like, it's not even. Yeah, I was gonna say it's because uh, teaching it is a fun, and easy because it's intuitive. Yeah. Because it's innate. It, it, it is how we operate. So to point at it for people is actually pointing back at their natural state, which the cognition of the mind has taken them away from. Yeah. So when we're trying to like, when we're trying to teach people philosophy and psychology, we're saying you have this cognitive learning. We're going to teach you other cognitive learning to like layer it and manage this other cognitive learning so that you can be and try to manage yourself some other way. But you don't have to do any of that if you just go back to the innate. Yeah. No, child, no child has to be taught how to manage an emotion or how to feel through something or how to pretend and imagine and create a world through their felt sense and, and completely be and, and like enveloped in it and enjoy that experience and completely shift their reality, shift their state. Like all these things that we work so hard to do as adults, children are like, but <laughs> it's so easy for them. So I think what's interesting is as an adult to like learn about your innate again and then go like, oh, that was a lot easier than I thought. All I have to do is just go, you know, start operating in the way that it used to be. I think most of us have just forgotten. I, I certainly did. And but it's like it's also bringing in the adult experience and allowing that to cultivate, uh, not just from a like a child, right? Because we can't all run around in this world like riding unicorns, although that would be kind of cool. Um, it's like, you know, we still wanna produce and create, and but we wanna create from, from an aligned place. We can't get there if you're not connected to your innate because your innate is where the alignment is. That That is why you came here. It is where your energy is. It is how you source and cultivate your energy that brings through all these other amazing gifts like intuition, yeah um abundant manifestation synchronicities like all that stuff is connected to it right we have words for it but it's just it's just a cultivation of energy so we're either going to keep trying to move the energy into these places which you know we look all over the world and we see how that's going or we're going to learn about our innate and we're going to bring in the adult side of this you know this co-creation this co-creator that can take that 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 energy and actually start using it the way that it was intended yeah it really is like a process of remembering who you are. And it's this slow, maybe not so slow, but it's a process of unmasking. So like 
when you feel that sensation and it doesn't feel good inside, a long time ago, you created a strategy to protect yourself from that feeling. And that strategy has you put on a mask and then you go through life and then something else happens and you put on this other mask and so on and so forth. And ultimately this is just like unmasking and getting comfortable with that part. I read this somewhere, I don't remember where, but humans are so afraid of unmasking because we haven't seen what's under there for so long that we honestly, we like have this fear that if we take this off, the thing that's underneath, we don't know it and it, it could like scare people. It's like a, def you know, like in uh, Phantom of the Opera, it's like deformed under there somehow. And it keeps us stagnant and it keeps us fearful of getting rid of it. It's like, well, if I, if I remove this identity, like who am I, what's right. underneath there? Right. Um, and it really, again, I think that comes from that process of doing this work from the mind versus just like naturally releasing and allowing these things to be shed. Sure. I, I hear like, uh, there's a cognitive identity and there's the intuitive identity. Yeah. Like I know, you know, like Elon said, I have a, almost a two year old at home, which is crazy all in itself right now. But, I. Uh, um, like he has an intuitive identity. Like I didn't teach him his identity, you know, and within a matter of months, it was very obvious what he wanted, how he wanted it. Like you could start putting all this personification on him, but a lot of us have conditioned identity, which is like, get a job. Don't speak badly of authority. Listen to people, regurgitate right answers, be defensive about your answers. Right. And like policing each other and like, here's the way to get to happy. But again, we just got to look out and be like that, that cognitive identity is more like a template that's being conditioned on the human race. And it's a little bit different in every country, but it is a template that's being given through media and government and movies and books and a whole bunch of other stuff that we pick up along the way. But it's not you, which is why it always feels inauthentic to be anything but yourself. Even mm -hmm. in entrepreneurial space, people get in and they see people being successful and they start emulating those successful people thinking that success and they they didn't either can't find it or they don't feel like themselves and then it's like yeah because that's that's not how you do business intuitively that's how that person did business and taught you to do business and so now because they're the authority and you've been trained to not speak badly of authority to make sure you always listen to authority right that's how, like the school regime and all that kind of stuff you you lose yourself and then it's always this process of like going through this like hitting your head against the wall for a while till you're like oh I can be me and do this. Yeah. And, and and it's always that same lesson over and over again. So we might as well start with a type of work that is not about creating some kind of achievement, but is just about literally just resetting the foundation so that when you want to achieve something, you can achieve it from the foundation of, I know who I am. Intuitively and innately, I know who I am. Now let me go create something. Instead mm -hmm. of let me go create something so I can find out that that's not who I am to try to come back to my intuition. Yeah, it's if you've ever been around someone who is trying to prove to everyone else how good they are, how smart they are, how much of a winner they are, etc. And we're guilty of this. And we're guilty of this as much as anybody. Totally, totally. Like I, my my whole pattern was I had to win because I thought I was a loser. So I'm curious. 
just from your own standpoint, like when you're around those people, think of someone like that. Shouldn't be that hard. There's someone in the news right now. Um, it makes you like, it brings something up inside of you, right? It's, it's this like neediness to be something. And usually that stems from someone not knowing who they are, not certainly not loving who they are, right? And like incessantly needing external approval for everything from everyone and everything. Yeah. We don't want to be around those people. Like it ju it's just a, a weird energy. You're like, they're trying too hard or like, yeah. why are they being this way or whatever? So if you're say trying to build a business, right? Like say you're a coach as an example, and that's the energy, your energy, even if you didn't know this, but the energy behind what you're doing is I need to prove that I'm a good coach with the best of intentions, right? Like you want to be the best coach that you can be. But if the underlying piece is that you're actually going to push the people that you really want to work with away because they don't want to be around that energy. Sure. Conversely, if you're grounded and now there's a not cocky, but like a centered, embodied, aligned confidence where you no longer need or seek anyone or anything's approval. We are drawn, we are magnetized to and those so kind of people. That yeah. is the most sexy quality is when someone has that, right? Yeah. Now you tell me that person sitting there doing seemingly nothing is going to attract more people to them than the one that's out there, like going out and trying to prove to everyone something. Yeah. Agreed. So Taga wrote, to be. Yeah. Taga wrote, you know, finding the intuitive me has been a bigger struggle than I anticipated. And I just want to retort that I would, I would, I would assert that the reason for that is if you try to learn about your intuitive through understanding through the mind, it's going to be a struggle. It's like you're it's like you're trying to understand how to be yourself, right? And you see this all the time. People travel the world, oh, I'm gonna go find myself, but they're doing it from here. Yep. They're not coming back to to the felt sense response of the body. We're not saying to get rid of the mind, not to confiscate the mind. We're actually saying that you have to we get to come back down to the body where the heart is. There, there's some really interesting research coming out right now that patterning that neuroscience thought was coming from the brain is actually coming from the heart. We already know that your your stomach sends up nine times the amount of signals that your brain sends down to your stomach. So that means nine, nine signals up, one signal down from the brain. So the brain and the heart are actually informing the brain and the brain's doing things with that and making decisions based on programs that it has. But it, it's getting all the attention, right? It's like, it's like the president. <laughs> it's like everyone listens to this thing and it's like if it has the final say, but it's, the, it's actually not the design of the human body. It's not the design of any animal. Like your dog and your cats don't have that same level of cognition, right? They're using a completely different felt sense. Just because we have developed this very advanced brain doesn't mean that we've lost all these other things. But when we have lost, because they've been conditioned out of us for the most part, then we are relying on just a single system. And we have all these other systems that can greatly, and in our, in our opinion, much better inform you about how you get to live your life, what you get to do with your life, what gets to come into your life. How, how life is actually generated because the source is not here. The source is deep in the system. It's low in the system in the roots, right? 
So just like any any animal or plant, it's like it's a root up energy. <laughs> so if you are just here all the time, you've cut yourself off. So that's why we find when people come to, and this is, will be a segue, like when people come to our two, two day live event, that's what we show them. We show them how to get back to innate, not through uh, comprehension or understanding. We actually have them feel their innate. And let that sink in. We actually have them feel their innate. And we point at it while it's online, because Elon and I have developed such a felt, strong felt sense in our own innate, innate and energetic bodies that we can actually feel your innate and energetic bodies. And anybody can do this. This is the natural state of the human being. So we will point at it as it's happening so you can get real time feedback yeah. on your innate and how it feels. And then you're like, oh my God, that's the, that's what that is. And you're like, mm-hmm. Yeah. And once welcome and, back to life and right. And once you become aware of that once you can't become unaware of it, just like balance on the bicycle. It's like, it's in, it's in you. Now you have this felt sense and again, balance is a felt sense cannot be understood. So if you're trying to understand your intuition, manifestation, synchronicity, it is not at the level of comprehension. And it's why so much of the old, guard of personal development that's still teaching tech from 50, 60, 70 years ago, keeps trying to have you understand about these things that you don't have to understand because they're part of your innate. Mm -hmm. So it's just, just start feeling the innate again. All that stuff kind of comes online by itself as a byproduct. Yeah. So, uh, for those that are listening right now, um, <clears throat> we still have tickets available for our live event that's happening November 13th and 14th. You can find out all of the information if you head over to oldsouls.live forward slash November. I'll say that again, oldsouls.live forward slash November. Um, if you're in the car, you can grab this on show notes as well. Um, you can grab your tickets today. They, they are going very quickly and the price is going up uh, through the tiers as people are buying tickets. So act fast, act now. The one thing I tell everyone is, look, if this level of conversation, I know like Taga is uh, is looking to, has joined and Stephanie Garnett who's here has joined. So uh, smart people. If this resonates with you and you're like, you know what? I have felt that stuckness. I have tried X and it hasn't worked maybe it's time to just try some new tools, like go in a different direction. Because again, this is so different than what's being taught by 99.999999% of people out there. Every one of those people is kind of still stuck in that old, I'm talking like 50, 60, 70 year old technology that the Tony Robbins of the world have been touting. And it doesn't mean that it's not good. It just means that it has limitations. And if you follow us here at Satori Prime, if you follow our podcast, if you're in our Facebook group, Old Souls and Seekers, you're probably someone that's gone through the same struggles that we have, where you've invested a lot of time and even money. And it, things are still feeling a little bit stuck or like I should be a little farther along. Come and find your own intuitive healing method tap into that place inside and you won't need to search for answers in books you won't need to follow gurus you won't need to do any of that stuff because you'll have the innate 
wisdom unlocked inside of you. And if you don't believe that your investment in this program was absolutely game changer, get your money back. Get your money back. We offer this all the time and I'll tell you how many people have asked for a refund. This many. And if you can't see me on video, zero. Because this stuff is tried and tested. It's cutting edge. It works. It's simple. You will have an experience like no other. So trust whatever part of you is wanting to move forward and say yes. And know that the second you do that, your mind will chime in because this is unknown and this will, you know, shed some light on where the mind is trying to control you. And it's going to tell you, we shouldn't do this. This won't work for you. This is too expensive. I don't have time. I got this thing. And we'll throw everything in the kitchen in the kitchen sink at you to not have you take action. I know because it does that to me every single time I want to take some sort of step in the direction. That's what the mind does. Mm-hmm. So listen to the deeper essence, higher soul part of you. Trust that because it never leaves you astray. And even if you show up and this wasn't the best thing for you, you got nothing to lose. Two days. It's coming up next Friday from uh, the launch of this podcast, our intuitive mind event. We love it. It's one of our favorite things to do. This is our third round of it. The results uh, thus far have been, I mean, honestly, even jaw dropping for Elon and myself. We've even had a few repeat people come through the program and it's not like, that, that's the difference. It's This is not like doing certain forums or other things that you've done and you're like, okay, I know these distinctions. That's cool. Let me drive in then again because there's different things going on in my life. It's not like that. You can come to this thing 500 times, 500 different experiences. And it's not because we recreate the work. Yeah, it's because energetically, your body, your system, your innate is ready for different things and we'll just move different things. So a lot of times we aim this energy at healing but you can aim this energy at anything. If it, at wealth, health, relationships, it doesn't matter. Um, it's like, it's just connecting back to that source energy. From that one energy, anything is possible. So the whole universe came to be from one energy, an embryo comes from one energy. Everything comes from one energy, but it gets sourced and created into so many different things. So we can stop learning about these other million facets. Get to the source, turn on your innate, or get back you know, into the awareness of the innate. That's it. We love you. Love you. We'll see See you guys at the event. Bye, everybody.